C'est pas ça au début, non? And we're on, like Megatron. Mr. Guy. Finn. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing great. You? Mm. Long Con time no see. Long time no see. Congratulations for your new setup. Thank you. I really like it. I really appreciate it. My words might sound hateful, but I say them out of love. You came uh, up with that sentence for real? Yeah, actually. If there's my signature, it's mine. I mean, people copy sometimes. No, know? I don't copy. I just perfect. Ah, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, but it is true. You actually think people could be original today? It's hard to be original. It's like you, you take an old idea and you make it better. Yeah, you disrupt, maybe. Oh, that too. You but can... no, but even like a simplistic quote like this, for example, mm -hmm. it has been explained in different words, probably, but the thought is there. True. That's why. So I pretty meant... much you can rewatch, rewatching like the same sentence in a different way. And... Exactly. How 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 many times or how often can you express love in different ways? A million of that, like waves. Hate, whatever. same thing. True. So that's why it's how you combine words together your way that makes it your quote. As long as you understand yourself. Like the other day, funny thing, on my Bumble account, yeah. whatever, I wrote, you're not that special. No, I am not that special. Because I was so like, do you, you really don't want to match. <laughs> you're not special. I am not that special. special? So do you. Because, like we always talk, the fact that people sometimes believe they're actually special. Mm -hmm. Most of people are average. Okay, but wait. But seen in a different way, like mm -hmm. everybody's special, blah, blah, blah. Like my mom was going to think that I'm special. But in real life. No, everybody's unique. Not everybody's special. Yeah, unique, maybe. But there's a lot of uh, NPCs, non-player characters. That people <laughs> yes. But again, everybody's the superhero of their life. They're the main character of their lives. Superhero or supervillain? Because sometimes... Uh, you can be both. A hero and a villain? Yes. Explain that I to believe me. so. I'm uh, the superhero in some people's stories. I'm a mega villain in some others. Others? If not even you. Like oh, in my case. No, but sometimes too. Even with my thoughts and ideas. You don't get mad at yourself sometimes? Oh, all the time. See? So you're the villain. I guess entrepreneurs are tougher on themselves than uh, compared to maybe normal people. Like extremely demanding type of thing. I think it's more of a cultural thing than actually entrepreneurs or anything like that. I believe... From what I've seen, again, people that are harder with themselves is those who've been through a lot more. And you're going to see it more and more in this generation where it's all about me, 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 where they have participation medals. Compared to before, for you to be number one, you had to fight to be number one. You have to actually achieve stuff. Like you're coaching now, like you're coaching your son nowadays. Yeah. And you know, to a certain extent, you know what it takes to win. Yes, at his level, okay, now there's multiple levels and stuff like that. Yeah, he is the beginning. It's, you know, sec one, high exactly, school. Exactly, high school. So you know what to... But most of those kids, they don't understand why the harsh part of being a coach and being strict and rules and... Uh, you're almost like a dictator. Like Yeah, uh, but the big difference is these kids, these new kids, don't know that if I'm being harsh, cold, and straightforward, it's for them to be better. 
The problem is this new generation believes it's just an attack towards them because I don't yeah, like they, them or because for whatever and reason. Actually, I was listening to a podcast recently, like something that happened with a coach in Quebec that actually went to the final and resigned at the end of it because he's like, I can't handle the, the parents anymore. And on the same mm -hmm. ideas, there was another coach who was like, kids now, they, it's almost like you cannot tell them the wrongs. Like for sure not. Like this one, it's like a baseball coach. He's like the first time, like this, this kid. He's like he swing the third strike, whatever. He got out and he started start crying. The coach benched him like from the get go. But also, it was a type of coach that was like talk to the parents at the beginning. This is how I do it. I don't want your opinion. I don't know. Like you, yeah, yeah. you don't talk to the kids, whatever. When we play, but he had to go take a walk with the kids and be like, if you cry at the beginning at the beginning of the season for a strikeout. I mean, you're going to find the season extremely long. But So how do you navigate through those things? I can't. <laughs> you just give up? That's <laughs> what I don't coach anymore. I'm going to focus on my daughter and I'm going to try to mold But her. eventually, let's just say she wants to play soccer, basketball, whatever. Oh, she will cry. Yeah, yeah. Again, there was a period of time, I remember with my son, where he thought... I was just being mean to him because he was my son, <laughs> right? <laughs> But then I was like, no, because I know you better than everybody else on the field. I know your potential. I'll never push you further than that. Yeah. Yet, now, he enjoys me as a coach. Like, so, he knows so, that he's going to get results. But also, you also know that at a certain point, you would have to let him go and go see sure. help from another coach. I didn't want to coach him this year. Basketball, I haven't coached basketball in over 20 years. He started the season... The coach wasn't that good. And then Shout he was out like, to the coach. He, he's a nice kid. He was just young. Yeah. Young, right? He was more ambitious about his needs and requirements. And then my son was like, why, why don't you come through? And I'm like, uh, I wanted you this year to, you know, you're in high school, do you. You don't need me as a coach anymore. And then the, the director that handled actually the coaches, he's like, yo, I know you're from somewhere. Started talking a bit. And he's like, yo, saw you play in college and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. He's like, how would you want to come and join? So my son's like, yeah, go, 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 go. And then, and then here we go. But my biggest issue, the parents were really happy because I was a better coach than the guy before. Mm -hmm. But the kids at the end of the year, giving up on the field, It's crying. Tough. No, I can't, I can't handle it. It's tough. I can't. It's like the PLFQ, whatever. Yeah. It is. Sometimes I think... I have a bad temper because most of the kids, they won here. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not the top whatever. And being in a situation where I have to coach, I don't care if you won last year. I don't care how old are you. I'm the coach and I'm demanding some stuff. And I might bench you and you will not like it. But I might bench you because I don't see the effort. Don't care if you're number one player. Don't care... Oh, yeah, yeah. I benched my son. He's the best player of the team. Yeah, but most of them are like 25, 26K. Like, so those are lost causes at that point. If at 25, you haven't figured out, you know, if you don't respect the level of authority, right? Because a coach, regardless of who you are, you can be of making course. millions, millions. The Messi's of this world, the Ronaldo, they still have a coach. I, I don't remember if it was Mourinho that said that, like, I can, there's no player that can make more money than me on a team. Well, all of his players were making more money than him when he was playing at Mad when he was coaching at Madrid. But 
he still has the last word. It's not because you make more money, mm. you're more popular, that it means that he cannot be the of authority course. here, the boss. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, Deion Sanders was saying, like, there's a reason why I can't coach NFL. Because there's no way, I don't care if you're making 20 million a year, mm -hmm. I'm going to demand stuff and you might end up on the bench if you don't give me what I'm demanding. Which might cause other issues because most people are divas nowadays, even the players on that level. But now you're seeing a lot of repercussions in the NBA, the whole Zion situation, the John Moran situation. You're seeing it more and more, and it's the most stupidest situations. John Moran is not a poor guy. He did, he's not. He didn't grow yeah. up in the hood. And why you like you actually, and and you compare that with uh, Lomelo Ball, yeah. where his house was right next to Jordan House, mm -hmm. like. We we never cause you an investment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or Sidney Crosby back in the days when he used mm -hmm. to live with uh, what's her name? Uh, with um, uh, Mario Lemieux. Mario Lemieux and all that. But then when you see, and I know we're going sports, but it's yeah, sometimes yeah. easy to explain. When you see the draft this year, mm -hmm. there's five players that were draft that were in, in NCAA, NCAA, yeah. and they were talking about the G League. You can go to the G League and get draft. Yeah, and. <clears throat> The other side of it, some analysts were saying, some teams might just go with older players. Like, a guy that is 23 versus a guy that is 18, 19 is not the same. Well, because looks, one is potential and the other one at 25. You're... But they draft you because they're like, I need a guy that plays defense. Yes, for sure. I don't need the flashy. The... But you do that even in business. Forget about sports. You do that in business. You do that in everything, even in investments at what that you point. Mean? So you don't necessarily, if you kind of come and invest, let's just say in real estate. Yeah. You don't necessarily need a sure thing. You can buy a, a house you can flip, mm -hmm. right? It has potential. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to put a little bit more effort to it. Yeah. Or you can a little milk. Bit of love there's other stuff. things that there's a big deal where if you come in early, you'll make a lot more profit. Sure. Right? At but the those end, are rare compared to... You just have to pay attention to the market. Everything you do, sports, business, even in friends, in person, when you see red flags, when you have enough experience, when you see certain signs, mm -hmm. right? Relationships. Relationships, the same thing. Sadly, oh my God, I can do like 20 podcasts about this where people, and I'm no exception to this because it's a lot harder when you're in looking out than when you're out looking in. Sure. I'm the best guy to give you advice for relationships, but I'm the worst <laughs> in relationships. Oh, I'm really bad. I'm really bad because I'm a guy that believes in the good in people and I have this the savior complex. And it puts really? me, Yeah. Cap Captain Save a Ho? Yeah, pretty much. But not to, to the whole part, but you know, she... she she ain't working, but I'm like, she's at least, you know, a broken clock is right twice a day. I'm thinking of those twice a day. And I'm like, there's potential. Maybe it's the battery. Usually the women that do that, I'm going to change that guy. Like, how many women trying to change you? Yeah, but you see, there's a, wait, there's a big difference between broken and change. Mm -hmm. So changing me means they see potential. Yeah. But I'm not there yet. Sure. The, the, the mistake that people do, sadly, is... They're trying to push you across the finish line when it's something that you should be doing on your own. 100%. That's the change part. When you're broken, let's just say your favorite phrase, she belongs to the streets. If she feels that streets is home, hey. you, you, can't, hey. you, you can't change that. Yeah. Regardless if she enjoys the church twice a week. <laughs> 
twice a week. Well, twice a day. I was trying to get a metaphor out of it. No, I, going to church and still belong. Okay, to... once a week. It doesn't change the whole thing. Twice a month. Yeah, but... And it's sadly because I was confronted to a situation this week, actually, about oh. these type of situations where you meet these good people, mm -hmm. women or men, you know, and it's all about different things, like amazing potential. Yeah. They have the world. They don't know the power that they have, mm -hmm. right? And it's sad to say, but if if you're pretty for a woman, if you're if you have the good connections or you have physical attributes as a man, you're already ahead of the game. Oh, hundred percent. After that, it's just a question of putting your chips in the right squares, right? Like I was talking to this lady. I was telling her like she was because I always like to ask question about the dating life mm -hmm. as a women, what they see out there. Yeah. Not because I want to compare myself, but I'm just actually curious about the men, the next generation, because they're not used to go grind and talk to women like we used to. They're used to the Bumble, to the Tinder, and the Hinge, which I understand. I mean, it's simple, like swipe left and right. But back in the days, we, I remember, you have to write the, the love letters uh, <laughs> in high Do school. Do you like me, yes or no? <laughs> no, sometimes you have to. That's elementary school. High school is loveless. Uh, yeah. yeah, you had to make it a little bit more like a romantic. twisted. Yeah, romantic. And then after, you had to go talk to the ladies. Yes. Like, you have to be able to talk. And I realized that, because sometimes there's people like my age, they stick and talk to women. And I know I'm like, I'm lucky enough to, like, I learned how to talk. Like, I learned how to get cues and be like, yeah, yeah. okay, she react this way. Like, hey. Micro expressions and body and language. And it's a game. Yeah. And like I explained, like, people, it's a game. Okay, she said that. Okay, go. Okay, let me continue. But there's men out there, they have no idea how to talk to me. Like this girl told me she met a guy three times. Three, like she went three dates with the guy and every time was talking, talking about sausages. Like, oh, my, I buy my sausages at this restaurant and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, really? Like three? But not everybody are interesting. Not everybody has the same qualities and values and not everybody's looking for the same thing. I know, I know people, women are men. Because the thing is, you have to put it this way. There's always a fit for any type of person you are. You mm -hmm. just have to find it. On different seasons also of your life. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Some you, have, you go, sadly, you cross people just out of, for the experience. They're sure. not there to remain, right? Yeah. Not everything's there to stay. Sure, but once you get a certain age, you know, you go through, we have the kids, you know, the family. Like that chapter is closed for me, for example. Mm -hmm. Now, whoever crosses my path in the sense of a serious relationship, mm -hmm. I'm not looking for the same thing I was looking for 20 years ago. Obviously. I was looking for a mother, for, you know, this, this, and that. No, I'm just looking for a partner, a life partner. So I'm looking for certain values where beauty is an amazing thing, right? But it fades. But it fades. You can look at it, your Ferrari every day. At one point, you just see a car at the end of the day. So it's how you enjoy the drive or enjoy spending time with this person. Sure. Conversations, discussions, same interests, same books, same TV shows, same whatever it is. So how do you teach that nowadays? You don't teach it. You you actually, how can you put it? It's not teaching. Because teaching would be that I'm superior to them in that sense. Because a teacher technically is superior to a student. But that's for not that specific thing. Yeah, but that specific thing is for you, but they have their specific thing for them. Yes. Right? So let's just say it's compromise. Yeah. You just have to find what are you willing to compromise to gain. I am cooking. Yeah. So I get it. Right? If my, 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 my future girlfriend, future wife loves TV reality, 
I'm not the biggest fan, but mm. if spending two, three hours watching TV show cuddling and watching that will make her happy, by yes. all means, yeah. let's do it. But the thing is, I, I, I can't be with somebody that just say dumb. I know people that love dumb people. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know plenty people of men that, that like dumb people. Yes, because they're more malleable. Exactly. Yeah. I know people that have trophy wives. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? The, the trophy, trophy wife doesn't mean dumb. Oh, it comes with the territory. I've never heard of a smart trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest here. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know what I mean? She says, next to you, she's pretty. Shut the fuck up. That can't be smart. That's not something I want, personally. She's smart enough not to talk. Oh, I'm not so sure about that one either. But uh, those are smart women. Yeah. But that's know, not a trophy wife. You know the saying, uh, I don't know how to translate that, because every different culture, they all have the same saying, like pretty much like, be pretty and shut up. Yeah, oh. that's because to survive. They're not in the same thing. I'm not in survival mode. I'm in thriving mode now. Mm -hmm. When it comes to relationship, survival mode is for the sake of the tribe. You have mm -hmm. to have kids and have good kids, right? They say it takes a village to educate your kids. Mm -hmm. That's the old adage, yeah. Yeah, that's the old mentality. So, people, what would they look for when they're looking for a wife or they're looking for a man? For if a father has a daughter, he sees a man, he wants somebody who comes from a good family, strong, that will be able to protect them, protect defend, him. and provide. Yeah. From a man's point of view, way back when, is when you see a woman, you want somebody that comes from a good family, well-raised, not well-educated, and that can give you, bear you multiple kids. Yeah, fresh, right? Not yeah. somebody that's anorexic, sadly, that looks like one birth will kill her. Because people yeah, used exactly. to die giving birth. Yep. Keep in mind. So Show it was, the hip ratio. Exactly. And make sure it because it. technically it wasn't about physical attributes, but they wanted them to be pretty for them to have pretty kids, for them to have a better chance. Because yeah. sadly, and as much as this is going to shock people, ugly people have it harder than good-looking people. And if somebody wants to and debate that, by all means, you're welcome to come on the pod. But it's a sad reality. I'm not saying but it's people, the right. That, that's what they're going to come up with. Like, yeah, but it's a relative or whatever. But No, it's not. I know. No, it's not. There's a ratio, actually. You, you can have blue eyes, but if your blue eyes <laughs> next to your mouth, I could care less. You know what I mean? Like, at the yeah, end of the oh, day, it's, it's not uh, exactly, symmetrical. It's symmetrical. That's what I'm saying. Uh, interesting fact. It seems from the Hollywood actors, Tom Cruise has the most symmetrical face. Doesn't mean he's the prettiest. I'm just saying the most symmetrical. Maybe it's high there. Like, like yeah, well, it's a question of taste. At the end, when you're high end, then it's a question of taste. Mm -hmm. Right? When you talk about Lambos, Ferraris, and everything, then you can talk about taste. But when you're talking lower cars, when like you're high end. Average. But average is also, good. You gotta also, it's a bell curve also. So most of the people are actually average. And but now society is going to be messed up with all the plastic surgery because a lot of people are cheating. And I was seeing even men cheat now. They can yeah. have like uh, inches. Uh, you can, yeah. like the guy five five now it's like six feet. Yeah, like, it's a very, very hurtful uh, operation. But yes, it's very painful. People do pec injections, calf injections, hair, teeth, eyes, skin. But at the end of the day, they, if they can... No, but what portray that person, that new person. But there's gonna be repercussions because that doesn't change your DNA. When you're gonna have kids, they're gonna look old, you ugly. 
Not new, oh, you pretty. Year. Oh, yeah. That's whatever. why that there was this case, and I think it was in China. Yeah, the guy threw his wife because his wife, was... his kids were ugly, and then he found out that she did all the plastic surgery. Yeah. So it was like you know, it was hidden characteristics. So like, now I you ask for known, baby kid, yeah. uh, baby pics. But then, those men or women, let's go men first. Yes. You can't change all that. Yeah. You still need to be. What was the best term that I could use? Calibrated, socially calibrated that you can be actually, like you can cheat, but cheating doesn't mean you're going to succeed. You can cheat in high school, you can cheat, whatever. But at a certain point, you have to face reality. You have to face real life. If I put you in front of a woman, go talk to her. Yeah, you Even that, be- you can still cheat. Yeah, ask ChatGPT now. They're going to tell you. Uh, the, the, old, the original ChatGPT was Cyrano de Bergerac. He was writing poems for other people. True. Right? You can always find ways to cheat. But the thing is, you can't cheat too far away from who you are. It's like a lie. Mm-hmm. The best lies are the ones closer to the truth. Yeah. Right? So, sadly, through the beginning of Dawn, we always try to have an advantage. Cut corners or to be ahead of other people. Sure. When it comes to business, uh, women, men, whatever it is, relationships, if you prefer. Now... The, the issue today is everybody are looking for the wrong things. That's the issue. What do you mean by that? They're looking me, looking me like No, not they're looking so for them. So for them, it's money, first and foremost. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. So they would prefer an ugly, old, bad person with money over a good guy. Good guys finish last. Oh, hell yeah. That's a fact. Yes. The only good guys that finish first are rich good guys. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we can agree on that one. And those who are good and rich dominate, actually. No, but they hate society because they've seen it all before they got rich. That's what happens because they have history, mm-hmm. right? I know a lot of people where high school, I've mentioned this multiple times on the pod, I was friend zoned for most of my yeah, teenage years. You were years. the gay guy. I was the, the gay, gay guy friend. that wasn't gay guy. Yeah, that's yeah. the gay friend. And the reason why is because I was too kind. Because I don't think I was that ugly in my teenage years. But you're still kind. No, but now I'm selective. Sure. Now, yeah. not everybody. It's not a free subscription. <laughs> you know, there's <laughs> premium. Yellow pill. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But where I realize, then you start pointing them out. You know which ones are worth it, which ones are not. Yes. And again, they're all good people because it's a question of timing too. Mm-hmm. You can meet an amazing person in the wrong time. She oh, will be a bad person. 100%. And vice versa. If I'm not there yet and I meet an amazing person, and I had the privilege of meeting a lot of amazing people, men and women, right? Relationships, friendships, and whatever. But it wasn't the right time. Yeah, sure. Right? Sure. Timing is everything. I would have met the mother of my kids a year prior. I wouldn't have the two kids today. I wouldn't be here today having a podcast. Yeah. It's it's that butterfly effect, sure, right? An accumulation of your experience that makes you who you are, where you are right now. A vast specific moment Moments. when you and five years it. is a different story again. Oh, hundred percent sure, right? So, like we've met, I've known you for quite a while now. Yeah, 21. we lost, we lost each other from view, and then here we are again today, mm-hmm. partners in a podcast, blah 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 blah, because timing is everything. Sure. I'm at a place where actually it makes sense. Exactly. Where back then you were also, you had your, 
your children, whatever, you were more stable. <laughs> Are you saying I'm not stable? Hey, quote unquote, I felt a little quote. Hey, yeah, but I was more you, adventurous. <laughs> you're more adventurous now than before. I'm selective in my adventures. Before I used to be adventurous on anything. I could like anything I would say yes to. Let's go. Let's have fun. Because yeah. I enjoy having different... Because ex- I have this obsession of... When I came to the realization that I only have one life to live. And I'm a curious by nature. Sure. So I was like, at least try it once. At least. I'm, that, you know the funny part is I was talking to whatever. And I told the person, I don't know... Like, Cause she listens to the podcast and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and I'm like, you see one scene they talk about. I'm not there yet to the the go mentality. It's almost like I'm on a I'm on a crossroad where I have to find myself without finding myself. Like today, separated. I have my daughter here and there, whatever. I have a good relationship with my the baby mom. Well, my daughter's mother. Baby mama. <laughs> baby mama the drama. The time that I said that, I had the people be like, yo, you can't just say baby mom, but I'm like, anyway. I say that constantly. <laughs> Shout out to my baby moms. <laughs> too much. And I stepped back. I went back to like just electricity or whatever. I'm lucky that I have my brother that helps me with the business right now mm-hmm. where he's actually managing, well, managing on the road with the business and my baby mom, Caroline, on the back end doing the numbers and whatever so i don't have to focus 100 on the business i have the photo booth business with uh, rico right now but i said that i'm sitting i'm like i feel like i need something because i've i've been in that entrepreneurship like go 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 yeah, go, yeah. go and it just feel weird that i have time for myself and i don't know why it's part of the process Yes, and that's what I have to actually have to have to make sense for me for my brand. It's almost like because I've been in hustle mode for so long, it's actually weird not to be on that mode. But also, I know it's just for a short period of time. What I told myself is like actually until the end of the year, because I'm restructuring a couple of stuff with the business and I'm readjusting, and we're go- I'm going to see the fruits of it at the end of the year. And when I talk to Caroline, I'm like, okay, this is what happened. I'm not too sure about this and that, blah, blah, blah. I might go back to Cameroon to visit my mother at the end of the year. But with the business, it's just the way I pivot things. I'm not, it's not about the money. It's not about nothing. I'm seeing my daughter. I'm healthy. I'm doing the, this project, the podcast, Sent and Sinner, vice versa version. <laughs> I was saying that to your son the other day. I'm like, I'm going to have a logo. And on my hand, I'm like, have a vice versa just because I don't want to be with the other people. <laughs> Shout out to the other people. <laughs> Fintech Sinners and the SNS and Tata Coffee. So I like it. I like the idea. But at this moment of my life, I'm like, what's next? It's almost like, I don't even know if it happened to you before, where you're in between. Yes, for sure. And like, I hate those moments, oh. but they're necessary moments. It's almost, it's weird because it's almost like, I've never been to that specific situation. Where when I started business, the business in 2017 with Caroline, we just took off. Mm-hmm. First year was our second, third, whatever. My brother joined the, 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 the business. My cousin joined the business. I don't have other kids around the business. I had Caroline doing the numbers at home. I mean, shout out to her. That 
Being gave, surrounded by good people is a necessary 100%. requirement. 100%. That gave me the power to just be on this field and just push. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to worry about taxes. I didn't have to worry about whatever. Everything that I was doing with the paperwork, she was handling 100%. Like, actually went stronger because of her. Okay. And because of the fact that I also have family working with me. Yeah, yeah. And it's super hard to work with family, as you know. But then I'm like, can I just go back to that? The feeling of grinding, 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 grinding. Today, it's almost like it's dormant. Or Well, because it's not, it's not in your nature. Because you're so, you, you thrive in that mode. 100%. Me, I had the issue in parallel to you was I was always in survival mode. Mm-hmm. And then when I reached a level where I could thrive... I got nervous. I was like, okay, but wait, no, I'm not used to this calm and everything is under control, right? Mm-hmm. You always have to go through that pressure. It's maybe because we like to do a lot of sports, team sports and everything like that, where there's yep. a lot of pressure, a lot of... And, and goals and... Exactly. And there's a lot of unknown factors that are in play. But once you're just there and you're enjoying it, you panic a bit. Yeah. But then I learned, like everything in life, that you have to get used to it. You just have to understand it. The ins and outs. It's not my favorite state, to be I extremely honest. State. But it's a necessary one. Because you cannot be always grinding, grinding. At one point, you have to enjoy the sure. fruit of your labor. It took me time because at first, when I got separated, I blew money out. Like like tens of thousands. Like That un- shocks me coming from you. You were always very organized when it came to that. Yes. But I don't know. It was... It was it, First of all, separate. It was hard. It was out of anger. I wanted to prove myself. You spent it on what, though? Bullshit. Not on the, but trying to invest, starting new businesses, where my state of mind, I wasn't ready to start another business at that moment. So trust, try and error, try and error, whatever, whatever, here and there, invest here, do that. And at the end, you're like, yeah, I just lost 30K. Uh, fudge. Are we talking about like crypto, uh, cryptocurrencies and Cri- shit? I did crypto. I did uh, trying new stuff here and there, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Buying courses to try Do something. Do you regret it? No. Yes and no. I don't regret it because it taught me how it can go, like you can lose very fast. It humbles you. Yes. It humbled me but so that's a, much. That's a lesson that's worth, I don't know, the price, uh, the price tag to it. <laughs> but being humbled... It humbled it's, me. It'd be like, it's, it's a lesson that not a lot of people have learned the proper way. Remember when we were talking about the you're good at something mm-hmm. at one specific zone, like area, but you think you can do yes. other stuff because you succeed? Especially in business. Let's just say you're good in restaurants and all of a sudden you're supposed to be good in sales and clothes. Exactly. It's not the same thing. Where I didn't understand that back then, I'm like, I got a business. I got trucks on the road. I got people that work with me. I mean, I'm grocery grossing a lot like enough a good chunk yeah you're doing good business yeah but i'm like okay let me venture there i've done it let me try there and then i try to do stuff online where um i realize that i'm a hands-on like i need to feel yeah, it i need but to you have like, to try it to know sure but i think i'm like but i want to go online but i'm like i know it's not for me i'm way too distracted i'm like i can't mm. focus in front of a computer yeah. be like let me do this let me build this or whatever i'm more like it got built. I'm a, I'm a bad CEO. I'm a good COO. Oh, well put. Okay, fair enough. Built. Let me go. 
enamoro. Remember at the restaurant uh, for your birthday, Sentence Sinus is built. Yeah. But I'm like, let me go promote. Yeah. Let me go talk to people. Let me. I'm good at that. I'm not good at. The That's everything I'm not good at. Organization, whatever. No, what me you it's do. promotion because I don't like to bother people. Now that I'm like, I'm I gonna, feel like I'm begging people. And for me, it's the other way around. No, no, but I know it's not that. But me mentally, I do not like to. Pro you know why? Why? And I had this conversation with Tony just earlier. Mm -hmm. The issue is when I promote and when I see people I know not embarking or not trusting the process, it angers me. But I don't get angry in the sense where... No, you don't hate the person or whatever. It just disappoints me. And then I'm like, fuck the world. I don't need anybody. I can do this on my own. But I started this podcast saying it the same thing. Sure. I could care less if there's two listeners to this spot. We were talking about that at the beginning. Exactly. And you were telling me like, I'm not doing it for the money. I just want to enjoy it. It's a new venture. It's like DJing. Yeah. DJing started like almost like sentence sinners. No, it started before, but it was just a hobby. Yeah. And then... Sentence sinners was supposed... It's, it's a hobby. Yeah, no, it is a hobby. But no, sentence sinners <laughs> is a lot younger baby of mine. DJing was always a thing. I was DJing maybe 10 years ago, easily, because mm -hmm. I was producing before. I was okay. producing music. We're talking in 2000, Oh, yeah, with your rap that nobody wants to hear. Like, no, you everybody don't wants to hear, but I'm nobody, like, <laughs> nobody, You don't want to share. So I was producing then. Yeah. So music, everything that had to do with music was my thing. I loved, I learned. I even was recording videos. But back then, recording videos is not like today. No. Videos was with big cassettes and the ball, you know, over-the-shoulder cameras. There was no phones. The phones was the Nokia thing. You couldn't even see anything. It's like squares, right? It's decoding. So because of that, we had to learn the hard way. And mm -hmm. then I stopped for a couple of years. And then when I tried to come back, and I was like, whoa, technology is way too advanced. And make it sim a little bit simpler. It's simpler, but you have to relearn the rules from the start with. <clears throat> because yeah. when you're cutting film, when you're developing pictures, when you have to go and develop them and everything, and now all of a sudden there's nothing like that. Everything is digital. Yeah. It's relearning everything back. Sure. And when I went back and I'm like, oh, I feel like, you know, just going back at it. Podcasting was just a joke. Like it started, somebody just threw it out there to me. Mm. I didn't even know what a podcast was. And I was like, oh, this is interesting because whatever we're doing now, I've always done without a mic and without cameras. Yeah. It was just friends having conversations. I enjoy deep conversations. Regardless if we agree or disagree, I enjoy the fact it's important for me to understand how you got to that opinion or to that observation or to that thought. Regardless if I agree or don't, don't agree, I just want to know. I could care less of the but results. But you're still trying to change their mind. If you I don't want to change anybody. If you believe the thinking, it's... No, I've, I gave up on that thought a okay, long time perfect. ago. Okay. When I was younger, I was naive and arrogant enough to believe I could change the world. Not change the world, but, it's, but it's, make it's, the person understand. I'm like, but your viewpoint, it's a little bit... So that's where I changed my approach to things. Okay. Right? Before I used to... Because I just don't talk to the... Like for me... It's oh, but work. okay, you have to pick your battles yeah. again, right? You pick, you, you pick your battles, you pick your people. But the thing is, before, I believed I had the truth and I needed to explain it to you and to share it with you and you need to understand it. People don't want to understand that. And then I realized, I was like, no. I was like, my only skill that I have to develop is me being able to communicate whatever I try to communicate. If you agree with it, don't agree with it, that's on you. And whatever you try to communicate... I have to be able to understand it. 
Sure. We can agree or disagree. Sure. Right? We can debate the color blue all you want. But I need to know why you're trying to debate the color blue. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. And this is where it becomes delicate because people have different political views, different sports teams, different whatever it is that you enjoy, mm -hmm. right? You're for this war, against that war, for the vaccine, against the vaccine. You see, COVID was a big eye-opener to a lot of people because it felt like everybody needed to be right. And if you were not with them, you against them. them. And I'm trying to be in the neutral. But I questioning wanna... also was an issue because almost you weren't even allowed to be the question. Not to say it's right or wrong, but you just question the narrative. Yeah, but everybody was questioning everything. Yeah. That's another problem too. Not questioning is one thing. Questioning everything is. Now we're questioning if the earth is round. You see what I'm saying? Like it's going out of craziness. Yeah. And I know it's round. Okay. Before you start saying, no, like no, I I'm not saying anything. Or, yeah. You're the one who sent me the first video. It was really I'm fascinating. Like, hey, what the hell? Curiosity. No, no, no. I get that. And again, like I would love to sit down here with a flat earther and have this conversation. Like, There's how is it that you are still? Yeah, yeah, they're growing. And a lot of people are going through the con. You know, there's a lot of conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. Some are probably closer to the truth than we think. Yeah. And some are super far-fetched. It's like when they talk about Alec Jones. They're like, Alec Jones was more right than wrong. Mm -hmm. But if you hear the narrative out there, be like, okay, no, he was always wrong, blah, blah, blah. Like, solely because of the Sandy Hook thing where yeah. he actually, he got a, like a $1.2 billion fine that he has yeah. to pay. He's like, what the hell you want me to take? Oh, trillion, actually, with a T. He's like, but the number is just ridiculous. Yeah. So at the end of the day, coming back to the business part of it, like we were talking earlier, I just realized that I got humbled enough to be like, no, I'm not a CEO. I'm a grade number two or number three. I'm probably an average number one. Well, compared to the... But you see, that's amazing. I don't know if you ever read the book Ants. No, no, no. Okay, so you should actually read it. It's based actually on ants. It's, it was studying society through an ants point of view. Yeah. Right. In an ant farm, everybody has their position. Sure. Right. It's a team effort. Everybody brings something, regardless as as tiny as it might sound. Mm -hmm. It is for the greater good of the colony. Yeah. In today's society, we're having an issue with this, because we're too much about the individual, and we believe that we are everything. Mm -hmm. Yet we are. You're just good at one Not thing. nothing, but let's just say... Average. <laughs> average uh, even below average. Oof. Okay. Because yeah. we're giving participation medals now. Sure. Right? So you're not even top three. You're not even gold, silver, or bronze. Mm. Participation yeah. medals. Yeah. So you're above average. And this is where it goes scary because they believe every thought, every insecurity, every fear they have is justifiable. We're from the society where sending 20 soldiers to save one guy and losing 10 was worth it when you could have just let him die and save 20. Sure. Right? Because it's this whole American bullshit going on where everybody deserves. I ask this question often. I'm like, does every opinion have the same value? No. How do you base it on? Because you can have an opinion and mm -hmm. still being wrong. Yeah, okay. But it, how do you determine that now? Someone might think like one plus one, one equals three. Yeah. It's their opinion, but it's still wrong. So at the end, there's a... But one plus one can turn into three. <laughs> I can't even prove it to you. 
I'm listening. It's a question of perspective. That's is where I mean when you communicate with people mm -hmm. and you have to think it through. What did they mean by that? You're talking mathematically. One plus one equals mm. two. The language that you people invented. No, no, I'm not Arabic, but fair <laughs> enough. And they did not invent. They invented the zero, by the way. It was their way before. Say it, but say it right. <laughs> Arabs inv invented zero because of that algebra was invented and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, to get back to one plus one equals three. A father and a mother mm -hmm. equals to a family of three. Yes. This is what I mean by that. Okay. Right? Mathematically, it's true, it's two. But from a philosophy so, point of view... So you have to be precise on your wording. On, on You have to understand how things work. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like in today's society, we talk about the Big Bang, right? We know scientifically speaking, you cannot create nothing. Yeah. You cannot create something without no, like from nothing. It's okay from that, mm -hmm. right? But eventually, that will be corrected. Anyway, I'm hoping or else we're in big trouble. This is what I mean. We only know what we know. Sure. You don't know what you don't know. Effectively. You, you get yeah. what I'm saying? So because of that, and when you were... might debate the things that they don't know. Yeah, yeah, that. but that's what I'm saying. Because they're like, I have an opinion. Some people have opinions on something they don't even know. And this is where the scary part. Socrates said it best. For democracy, for it to, to live up to its potential, mm -hmm. you have to put the best people in the best positions. 100%. Right? The minister of roads should be an engineer, not a doctor. Right? Yeah. The minister of education should be at least a teacher, a principal. But don't you think back then we we under, sorry we understood the roles more because there were not that many, right? When mm -hmm. you when you go back in time, the farmer knew his positioning. He was very humbled. That's yeah. why it was really important the term when you said it humbled you. People are not humble. No. People goes back to the proverb of you know that frog that wanted to be as big as a a cow. Yeah. And he was gone, and then he exploded. This is what society is going through right now. Everybody believes there's something that they're necessarily not or not as big as. And the funny part is, you could have told me that before. I wouldn't believe you. Mm -hmm. And when I say I'm not a good number one, in transport, I can be a good number one because yeah. it's, it's a field that I understand. But other stuff, like the, the photo booth business with Rico, Rico does everything that has to do with photobo.ca if you want a photobo for your event. Rico does everything that has to do with the numbers, talking on the phone, blah, blah, blah. I'm just the fun guy they sent to the event. He goes to the events too, but I'm good there. There, yeah. it's my word. Like, I'm going to enjoy with the. You're comfortable there. I'm 100% comfortable. I'm pretty much sure you can actually widen your skills. Don't get me wrong here. Sure. But you decide to stay there because you're comfortable and you're content with it. And that's okay. So I'm going to try to, and this is really important to put out there. So a lot of people have difficulty with the word settling. Yeah. Right? Settling down, settling yeah, up and everything. Sure. And the thing is, people have to understand settling is not a negative thing, depending on where you're coming from. It comes a lot of, uh, it comes a lot like a and negative. negative. Yeah, sure. So I'll give you an example. You go to the casino, you have 20 bucks in your pocket. Mm -hmm. You start playing roulette. That 20 turns into 200, turns to 300, turns to 1,000. And you're like, I'm going to settle on that. Sure. It's positive. Sure. You're more than what you came. Mm -hmm. But people are going to be like, but yo, you settled too low. You settled for less. You should have went even higher. You understand what I mean? Yeah. And if you push, push, maybe they could have made another 500, 600, maybe two Gs. But if you would have pushed, there's a breaking point where you're going to lose everything. 
And you just have to find that threshold where you're super comfortable. Yeah, you can still... Even in relationships, rent. you can find it. You can 100%. find prettier, younger, smarter, hotter, All kinds. richer. You meet somebody and then you're like, this is enough for me, right? Yeah. This is good for me. Because we live in a society of consumptions right now. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like Your the, fridge. Can, the candy store analogy. Yeah, analogy. exactly. So it's always oh, this, this, this and that. And it becomes a little issue... I had this issue with my ex. She always liked to fill in the fridge super much. Like it was overpacked to a point that eventually we waste mm-hmm. expiring and stuff like that. So I go and shop and I'm like, I'm good for five, four days. If I'm missing, I'll go back. I can settle. Like I can handle that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people can't. It's more. More shoes, more cars, more bottles, more drinks. You know, people can have a drink and stop when they know the limits. Like always pushing further. Maybe it's ego-driven. Maybe it's out of fear. I have this big issue when it comes to relationships. I'm super difficult. No shit. But the reason why it's not out of consumption is because I'm super comfortable alone. And you get used to be alone also. Exactly. So for me to be complimented by somebody else, they have to at least neutralize what I have or give it more. more. And that's where it becomes an issue. Because more often than none, in many situations, I become their doctor, their shrink, their confidant, their best friend, whatever it is. And you get tired of it. But then it goes just a one-way. It's a one-way direction. Oh, I have issues. Let me call Sin. He's going to... You're going to tell me what to do. Exactly. But then they don't notice that I never called them for that. Mm -hmm. And then it just disbalances the whole shit. And one day you just... Exactly. And then it's like just too heavy and I just dropped. But your example of settling is actually very good because, like I said, I'm good at one thing. Can I learn? Probably. Do I want... It's like accountants. Like, can I learn it? Or can I just sit with my Caroline and I'm like, we're going to spend three hours. Teach me what you do. Mm -hmm. I can definitely do that. For sure. But also, as long as she's there, I'm probably going to just be like, yeah, but continue doing that. At least I have an idea of how it works. But it's like, always important. Oh, hell yeah. Because in case she gets sick, she gets tired, she leaves, whatever and it is. And we had that issue when we separated where she was the one handling that part and I just got... But that's out of... So So you see, when learning new skills, so you start from the core and then you're rising up. Mm-hmm. What the issue is with today's society is you're good at cooking, yeah. right? Let's just say you're a good chef. And then you want to go to pastries. That's okay. But you can't go from chef to a CEO of Twitter, let's just say. Or you can go from chef to opening a restaurant. Because even Elon Musk, I believe so. He was good with everything that had to do with electric cars, cars, and everything like that. Twitter well, is a different beast. Twitter, he, he shook it because his intentions were good. Mm-hmm. But now he put somebody. Yeah. Right? Because he was like, I took it as far as I could. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes him him. A better leader. As much as he fucked up, he still had a lot of leeway to fuck up, for sure, for most. But then at one point, he was like, this is my idea. I was able to share it with somebody else. Now you're going to develop it. It's sure. like with if you sit down with your ex way back when, mm-hmm. and like, I want to grow the company. So you have to do the mathematics for me. Mm-hmm. Where do I have to cut? Where do I have to save? Where do I have to invest? Mm-hmm. 100%. And that's how we did. That's what yeah. we did. You always of find course, experts for your expertise. Exactly. Like today... I can do things that took me four years mm-hmm. to build. 
I can do it probably in two years now because I've learned so much and I can cut corners and we can just. But then when we go back to that, I'm going to give you a, a Tim Cook versus uh, Steve Jobs. Yes. Who were the best leader? Tim Cook could have never been who he was without Steve Jobs. So Tim Cook for me looked like a great number two. Yeah, but he's doing an amazing job now here. As the number one. But he had to take over, of course. He would have never been. He, he Some people start. It's like actually those, uh, what's it called? Those baton races. Yes. Those it who depends start. who you put at the start, exactly. within the between, or it's whatever. Exactly. And the That's a whole science behind it. Yeah. When you have a baton race, you don't necessarily put your fastest at first or you put him at the last. You Depending on how... Your team has its flaws and weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And that's how you develop on long term. That's how you develop in short term. Yeah, if you have a team a of good five. Start, like he's good at the, at the starting. Exactly. Play. If you have a good team, right? You have a team. Somebody's good with numbers. Somebody's good driving. Somebody's good sociable to communicate or to market. You put them in their strength. Sure. If you put in the same company, let's just say if you reverse with your partner that with a photo booth. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, you do what he does and he does what you do. You guys are probably going to be good, but not as good. Not as good at what we like. That's no, my point. 100%. So for you to be a good leader is to be able to determine, like coaching in soccer. Yes. Right? You have 11 players. You don't necessarily have only four defensemen, four middles, and two strikers. You have 11 players. You have 11 players. Yeah. And for you as a coach, you have to put the best elements 100%. to maximize the better statistics of the group. 100%. Sometimes your strikers, maybe you have to put them a little bit lower so that way, that one can actually loosen up. And on up. top of it, you have to adapt to the market. You have to, have to adapt to the, the other thing, exactly. which is the market where, okay, let's move this way, whatever. Okay, no, it's better if you go there and I go. And all that, it's a learning process. And that's what I'm like, I got humbled. But it was the best experience. It cost me a little money, but it was a great experience. Yeah. I understood myself more. It doesn't mean those level i can't do them i just understand that we too you better at this how about you go and you move same thing in the relationship where you meet someone like you were saying i need a compliment from from what i have today like today i have a daughter she's four years old okay do i need someone with kids do i need someone without kids i have rules yeah, yeah and you just adapt because your situation might change 10 years from now, she'll be 14. I don't need specific, technically the same type For of, sure. the same ar archetype of what I needed at that moment. So. Oh, for sure. Me, I've been single for what now? Eight, nine years? Eight years. My kids then, whatever I was looking for in a relationship was one thing because I had to consider them. Mm -hmm. But now they're teenagers. Now they don't need They, they don't need you. <laughs> they don't even need me. Like they're my bosses. <laughs> You know what I mean? So the, 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 you go out with them actually. Man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like you know, uh, they they actually honor me with their presence. <laughs> but it's okay. Like I said, you have to adapt, and that's what will make you survive and be happier for a longer term. Now, you have to find you have to find a neutral zone in the sense where you don't you can't get too comfortable. Mm -hmm. And when I mean this in business and relationships, or even with self, yeah, when you get too comfortable with yourself, you're too good alone. It's hard to do relationships. There's other people's the opposite of that. So what, how would you, what would you tell to your, yourself five years ago? The scene five years ago, the, he got comfortable a little bit, but he wasn't no, like the, 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 the sin five years ago is a completely different beast. 
But you were comfortable alone at that point. I was always comfortable alone. I was comfortable for the rest of my like. I actually wrote down. I had like this little. It's not a journal. It was this book that my cousins bought me where they ask you questions, mm -hmm. trips you would want to go, where do you see yourself in ten years? And mm -hmm. I read it long, not long time ago. And I literally wrote. And this was before my kids. I said if I uh, could before have, your kids before my kids. This was okay. like fifteen years, twenty years, no more, twenty years ago. Okay, 20 before years your ex-wife, before before everything. Damn. And I wrote in the book, if I could have kids without a girl, I would. <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> I'll show it to you later. I kid you not. Because I really enjoyed my freedom. Yeah. Right? And this is because I was rejected a lot younger. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind. So I wanted to avoid the headaches, the hurts, the pain, and the yeah, whole it, shebang. Yeah, it can be Maybe headache. I was just af afraid. Yeah. And then I did the 13-year relationship where I actually thrived. I adapted. You know, you compromise and you get happier and better. And then it didn't work out. You lick your wounds, you rebuild, and then you're like, shit, I'm going back to the old times. But now it's a new version. Mm -hmm. I'm not the version of a when I was 20. No. Now I have all the experience. I've seen it all. And you're more financially stable also. Yes. But, but, but the thing is, finances were never an issue for me because I never was a big fan of money. Yeah. The two things that I really did not enjoy. But don't forget, back then you were hustling. You were starting everything. I had Madison. three jobs. I had three jobs. I didn't care that. I enjoyed. It made me feel alive. It okay. wasn't for the money. It wasn't for the pay. We were getting you what? Salary, like minimum, minimum salary. There was six bucks. Seven fifty. Yeah. I mean, it was six twenty-five. Just to give you an idea. And I've tried everything, but it was never about the money. Money was, the purpose of money for me was to buy me food, buy me clothes, pay and pay rent. my rent. And that was about it. I didn't have a big car. Well, I'm still, I'm not big on showing off because whatever I have, I like to spend it on other things, mm -hmm. right? So growing up then, it was never about money. The two things I really hated was time and money. You're always in a hurry. Yeah. Look at you right now. You need a wife. You need this. You have to finish school. You have to do that. So it was always time, 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 time. And it was always about money. I have so many people around me that look like I work for them. It's crazy, but my mom's the best example. My daughter said it before. If you look at my mom in the streets, you would think that she, she's homeless. Until you see her in the car. <laughs> the car is because when she turned 60, she was like, let me, let me let do me this. Go, yeah. Her richness but is at home. Even your father, the car that he drives yeah, right my now. Father, like, my father still, he's, like, he's broke in his head. <laughs> he's <laughs> broke in his head. When did you guys buy that car? Like in that car is 15 years old. No, a little bit more. It's gonna break years. down one day. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just gonna. But my father's that mentality. It still works. We're good. My father doesn't need much. No. The car that goes from point A to point B, and that car probably cost him a lot more than and if he would have bought a brand new car, just with the fixing and everything like that. Yeah, but you guys had the Audi at the same time. At a certain point, where you had the Audi, yeah, yeah. you had to go give him the Audi. Yeah. You were taking the truck, or whatever. But he has that mentality. But I can't teach. I can't teach an old, nah, an old a dog and you and new new tricks. <laughs> it's impossible. But it's them. I, I stopped trying to rationalize with them. Yeah, because you remember when I was doing the work at your house, like your mom was coming out of the daycare, yeah, and jump shit up in the kitchen and yeah. stuff. Blah, blah, blah. She doesn't even and have a cleaning see, lady. You see her clean yeah. your house, buddy. You see her clean your it's house. It's not a small house. No, it's not. And she doesn't have a cleaning lady. She's like, I don't trust that they're going to do the cleaning the way I want. So, but she doesn't complain that. Like, she'll tell me I'm tired, so I'm just going to go and sleep. Sometimes, like, on a Saturday, I, I went there, and she was like, she had her gandura, whatever, yeah, she yeah. Had with, with the bucket, hair, yeah. in the, and do, and I'm like... But it's nostalgia for her. It's, it's up and culture. down, up yeah. and down, up, up, and, up down. and down, basement. I'm like... Seven coffees in. Yeah. But it makes her feel 
important. That generation, yeah. I realized, they need to feel wanted and needed. That's something super important for them. But if you compare it to our generation now, the modern, modern generation, where technically, I'm going to take it from men. Uh, yeah. with, women don't need men anymore, technically. No, they don't. And it's hard. Like, But men example, are useless now. Men are super useless. If talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it, it is sadly true. And women became extremely toxic. Because of that. And I'm talking from a point of view where I have nothing so to gain. I have no horse in the race here. Of course. In the sense that I've seen men around me where that their ambitions, their goals are all mixed up. Some, mixed up with what? It, it depends. Now, I can't put everybody in the same basket. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we're generalizing. Yeah, but... So to get back and to conclude this part before I get depressed, something that depressed <laughs> me this, this week where I met some people mm -hmm. with amazing potential. Everything is aligned for them to succeed. Yet they choose because they believe that's all they deserve. The worst decisions ever. And that is something, sadly, you cannot change until they actually do their own work. Have you met people that actually they have everything, but they decided like they want to Plenty. Ex experience sleeping outside? Like on Not to that extreme. But I'll I've give you, seen. But, and I'm like. But John Moran is the perfect example. Yeah. But he more, comes I'm from talking, a he comes from a good family. He's never been in the parents. Hood. Yeah, both parents lives in a good neighborhood and everything, and then he's hanging out and strip joints and guns. Yeah, I'm like, buddy, you're just Niggas. you're a multi millionaire. Just sign a contract, 138 million, and you're acting gangster for who? To prove what point? You have a shoe deal. People would pay would kill for whatever you, half of what you have, yeah. a quarter of what you have. Yet they're trying to live a life. Hip-hop is a little bit to blame on this one, too. Hip-hop is to blame. No, a bit. A bit. I'm, I'm not going to go full on here. I'm going to respect. I love the art. I understand where it came from. But people got misguided. That's all I'm saying. Voluntarily or involuntarily? They think it's a shortcut. A lot of How many people did you see in the streets acting tough and then getting oh. the beating of their life? Oh. Why do you think they were acting tough? Did you actually think they felt or believed they were tough? No, it's because they overhyped themselves. They're some, idiots. Sometimes they're like, like we're talking about the car things. Mm. When the guy comes out of a car, and I'm like, but why? Why would you come out of a car? But now like, you see it in beauty too. You have certain physiques. I'm not going to go in shaming here again. And they're like. It um, said them out of love. <laughs> but I said them out of love. <laughs> it's out of love. But some people are, let's just say, not the most prettiest. Mm-hmm. But they're like, I'm the prettiest. You can yeah, tell I'm you a some, ten. You can tell, yeah, you can ten on a hundred if you want. Again, you can believe whatever you want, yeah. right? A spade is a spade, you know, a pig is a pig at the end of the day. Now I understand the positivity. I understand you want to come out of it and you know believe that you're worth something, mm -hmm. but don't be delusional. There's a lot of delusion out there. Yeah, because there's a lot of fake self-love. We're giving participation medals. Because if you talk to people, you might think that everybody's making money out there. Nobody like, is. Everybody. Nobody is. And I'm like, I'm not the only... The other day, I went to Costco. $600. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow. And the other time, the time after, I'm like, 300 or 400 I'm like, my thinking was, and I'm not bragging, was like, how do poor people do? They don't go to Costco. They go to Dollarama. It was like shocking. 
No, so, me, 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 it's not even that. Poor people, are, like I respect them in the sense as long as they're not delusional. But there's a lot of people that have average money that are acting up like they're rich. Like in this building, I'm sure. Because the rent is not cheap here. <laughs> it's not rent, it's bought. That's but the I'm difference. The one, okay, that's the the one, one next door, yes, I agree with you. Because here you have to have the money, so banks don't mess around with it. You can't fake mm-hmm. rich or else they'll it's take your remind shit. You, yeah. They'll take your shit. But there was a, I saw, I listened to it this morning that said... Poor people act rich while rich people want everything free. I don't blame them. Because they're rich. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Celebrities, when they go to stores, they get shit for free. Yeah. Right? But and they're the number one that can actually afford whatever exactly. it is. Because it's promotion. But it's funny because they were talking about branding. Versace, Louis Vuitton, uh, Prada and everything. The ones that actually, T-shirts that have a lot of their logos are not worn by the wealthy people. The ones that are less. Yes. I have a lot, so I'm not well. I'm not, I'm not rich. I have a lot. I have my name. That's how dumb I am. In case I forget. <laughs> But this is what I mean. It's a yes. simple hoodie with my logo. People don't understand that shit. Like the most expensive hoodie I paid is 30 bucks. The most expensive jeans I bought was 60 bucks. I can afford a thousand dollar jeans, but I just find it ridiculous. Yeah. But I have people that do maybe one eighth of what I do that are walking around with seven times what I'm worth of clothes. On them. From head to toe. Head to toe. And I'm like... They have sunglasses that are worth $800, $900. And you probably get more girls than them. But is that the end goal, though? No. Exactly. But, for me, but okay, why no. does he do it? No, so because to get girls. Exactly. But there's different ways to grab... Attention. Attention. It's like you go fishing. Yeah. You can have the biggest harpoon. Or you can have a bazooka. Yeah. <laughs> you can do fishing like the Russians with with the dynamite. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's still, at the end of the day, you create or you develop different characteristics or different attributes to succeed. Mm-hmm. I know, sadly, I saw this this weekend. I saw this Saturday. Uh, honestly, it got me angry because I found it sad, pathetic, and saddening that these people, women and men, would fall for these cheap tricks where this guy is spending money, has big cars and everything. Yeah, the guy doesn't even have enough money for his gas. Or even better, he does have a lot of money, but it's illegal money. So you know it's not for life money. No. So if you don't reinvest that money smartly, in a couple of years, you're going to be poor money. And people are going to look at you and be like, what did you do? And But that's the thing. So the end story is, if you take two people of my generation, mm-hmm. I don't like to flash and everything. In five years, I'm going to be on an island, mm-hmm. retired. We haven't decided which island yet. Yeah, not but. yet. I'm working on that. <laughs> And other people are going to be the same age, same gap. They're hustling. Hustling. I don't want to be hustling at 50. Hmm. It's like all those NBA players and NFL players where the culture of money is not good, where they were millionaires, multimillionaires. Mike Tyson, I got to admire him because he did it multiple times, where this guy was filthy rich. Yep. And he then lost. he was broke. Yep. And then he had to relearn it again. But not a lot of people do that shit. A lot of them actually are flat broke. And if you didn't have a big name, and that's what they don't explain, like NFL, it's time for not for long. I mean, you might have oh, one. Oh, shit, never heard that one. That's not bad. One contract that yeah. might give you a little bit. We all see the superstar. We don't see the 12th player. We don't see all these guys at the end of the bench. And I remember I was reading this article from this player. He went to uh, one of the school where you remember, you know, Dame Ramsey, right? Yeah. And one of the dim be his philosophy of uh, saving and blah, blah, blah. He's like, I live on 10% of my salary. 
And you could see the difference between him financially compared to a couple of other NFL players. Oh, so for like, sure. He's like, I'm making a 10% of like four or five million. It's still, half a, it's still half a million. You can still have a decent life. Uh, that's 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 the biggest difference, and I'm going to conclude this part on this uh, yeah. in the most simplistic way. Chris Rock said it best: "I don't want to be rich; I want to be wealthy." Mm -hmm. The difference between rich and wealthy, he was saying, Shaq is rich; the one signing his check is wealthy. Yes. Now, if you take that to today modern, if you would see a Jeff Bezos or a Tim Cook or whatever in the streets, without knowing who they were, you wouldn't know mm -hmm. they are worth what they're worth. Hundred percent. But take any ball player any rapper or any musician, you will. Yeah. Because they live that flossy life. Is it because it's part of the image of the rap or... Or even actors have the same thing. Even actors have the same thing and then they humble themselves. The only thing is, if you're surrounded by good people, good things will happen to you. Sure. And that's why we get props to LeBron that actually made that's sure his exactly. people, everybody went to the right place so they can actually thrive all Exactly. Together. There's LeBron James. There's, and people are not going to like him for many reasons. Jay-Z, a lot of people are not going to like him. He did a lot of... But yet, right now... He's still up there. But he's wealthy. He's not rich. Yeah. He's wealthy. He's not rich anymore. He's wealthy. Uh, he's wealthy. He's in the billions right now. Yeah. Regardless if he's cheating on his wife or not, or yeah. being beat up by his sister-in-law in the elevator <laughs> or not. Falange. This guy has paintings worth more than whatever I did my whole lifetime. Combined, like time three. Exactly. My point being is it's investments because they keep on growing, mm -hmm. right? As much as his haircut looks like a gay ex-painter, it is what it is. That's a lot of influence. Right? Yeah. Then you think about Kanye West where I got to admire him. Regardless if he's crazy or not, you believe in what he says, agree with what he says, it doesn't matter. I just feel that whatever he is, he's being true to himself. As much as it could be crazy or not, huh? You, whatever you see is whatever you get. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. As much as he could be going in his cuckoo head, He's very smart he did too. fashion, he did this, and he created from scratch. That's the big difference between Jay-Z and him. Yeah, Jay-Z invests. He can pick good investments, the good horse to run. Mm -hmm. Kanye is riding the horse. Yeah. Right? They have that same type of money. Jay-Z will stay a little bit longer than Kanye because Kanye's going to be doing ups and downs, mm -hmm. right? Because he's going through his emotions. The more his state of mind goes up and down. And that's the big difference in today's society. People do not realize because Kanye could have just ended all this bullshit with society, bought a mansion. And play, play the safe life. The safe, the safe Simple route. life. Yeah. The simple. Yet he needs, he loves attention. And Jay-Z's the opposite. Jay-Z's like, I don't, I don't need this life. Let me go and work with the NFL. Let me invest with this. Let me sit down with Buffett and uh, stuff the, like that. The, the Brooklyn, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. No, he's not anymore. He sold. Even title, he sold. He buys and he sells. 50 Cent is, I feel, is the between of them two. He's having fun, still acting, crazy money too. Him too, he's billionaire. He's already billionaire? Yeah, yeah. He's at 1.9, I think, right now. Damn. And he's having fun. He actually has time to troll people on Instagram and shit. See, that's the life that I would love to be. <laughs> Because you're so high up there, you're untouchable, yet you like to... Poke. Poke the, 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 little, the little people. Yeah. You know, it humbles like you a bit. The thing that he bought the entire... Yeah, the whole thing. Why <laughs> did he do it? Because he can. It's not because like it's necessary. Like if the ticket was like, what, $10, like, let me buy it for $15. You see, the difference is when he did it when he was younger, it was for survival because mm -hmm. it was a competition. Now yeah. it's not even a competition anymore. He's like, I don't care. I'll now it's just because I can. Yeah, whatever. Now it's because I can. It's sure. not going to affect me in any way or form. Sure. 
people people can judge him people even when he got caught with the whole uh, small dick uh, drama have you heard no he went to the salon for uh, like a facial and they used this picture for publicity for that salon for pills to make your thing grow mm -hmm. and then he sued them and then everybody was like so do you feel you know is it true or whatever he's like no it's not but my penis is still the same size but my bank account now just got larger So those pills might definitely must work. On that note. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> good night, people.